Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the scripture of the day, the good today's gospel. I am James Thomas. Today is Thursday, September 7th. 2023. It's the 22nd Thursday in Ordinary Time. Today's reading is taken from the Gospel according to St. Luke. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the Word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come help them. They came and filled both boats, so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him. And likewise James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. So I had talked about this gospel the other day, and just, I guess we were talking about the longing that we're supposed to have for Jesus, and for our salvation, and for holy things, and how Peter was distracted, and I was using that episode of The Chosen, that portrayed this as a great example of just so many good things, such as Peter being distracted from the Lord, as most people are in the world today, Andrew waiting for the Lord, the Messiah, to come with great longing, and reminding Peter, like, hey, you know, we've been we've been getting geared up for this our whole lives, and we believed he was coming soon, and now he's here, you gotta come meet him. And how James and John just dropped everything to follow Jesus. And their father Zebedee also became a follower, although he didn't physically become an apostle. But still, you know, he was so happy for his boys to let them go from the life of fishing to become apostles of the Messiah. But I wanted to focus a little bit here on the part of the reading that says, let me get the exact words here. They caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. I love this. I love scripture and I love the gospels because there's just so much there to meditate on. Depending what day of the week it is, depending what mood you're in, depending just where grace leads you to focus on, what strikes you. And as I was reading this and praying about it, I was led to focus on how the nets were tearing. This is what grace does. It destroys some things, it provides some new things, and sometimes it enhances what is there. So the nets were tearing. And, you know, I just think about how sometimes grace and conversion leads us to the destruction of old things. 
Grace and conversion leads to destroy sin in our lives. It leads us to destroy um, the dysfunctionality in our lives, too, because we heal. So I think of how addictive behaviors are destroyed. People dump out their alcohol. People throw out their porn stash. Well, back in the day when that was a thing, now it's all online. I have talked to people who say, I got rid of the computer in my bedroom. I don't know. Nowadays, everybody has cell phones anyway, so that's a whole different story. But, or I've gotten rid of old friendships that were hurting me, drawing me down, whether into drugs or violence or promiscuity. Um, sometimes people give up their guns. You know, I'm not saying people need to get rid of their guns by any means, but you know, I, I, I favor the second amendment, but I'm talking about people maybe that are tempted to use their guns for, uh, unnecessary violence, etc. And, uh, or whatever, you know, whatever is causing someone to sin. It's like Jesus says, you know, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Your arm causes you to sin, cut it off. So the nets were tearing. There's a lot that tears. I was thinking of my own conversion and how I was 16 when I experienced my conversion. It was in Medjugorje. And before my conversion, and I don't know if the people in my life would have even noticed these things. A lot of people have said they have, and maybe they've experienced other similar things. Like, for example, um, I used to have a nervous twitch. I wonder if I were to say this to my family, if they even remember that. I had a twitch. I was nervous. I had a lot of anxiety. I used to wear these big glasses and they would slide down my nose and I would like twitch to get them back up. And I was always twitching and always readjusting my glasses. And it was like a nervousness. Why was I nervous? Why, who, like, was I trying to prove something? Was I fearful of something? Um, I had some obsessions that went away at the time of my conversion, such as obsessions with certain people. One person in particular I can think of. Um, and it's funny, I always prayed to the Lord, give me an opportunity to apologize to certain people that I hurt because of my obsessive behavior. And recently the Lord gave me one of those opportunities and I was able to talk to the person and make a very sincere apology. Um, even though this was a very long time ago. Um, and just really, I, before my own conversion, there was a lot of... Um, just focus on self, self-consciousness. I mean, maybe that was part of the twitching and a very like antisocial type of mindset, type of behavior, focus on accomplishments as opposed to people and relationships. So the Lord says, another thing that he says in this gospel reading is from now on, you will be catching men. In other words, there's going to be a new type of net here. And it's going to be a new type of catch. You can leave the fish. You can leave the old nets, the nets that were tearing. I'm going to give you new nets. It provides us with new things. So I was thinking once again about my own conversion. After my conversion, now there's new things entering in to take the place of the old. One is just simple, you know, spending time in prayer and in spending time in prayer, there was something very specific happening, and that was 
my loneliness was going away and my feeling of, uh, you know, I didn't always have the best relationship with my dad. I struggled in just wanting that approval and wanting that fatherly figure to give me advice and give me lots of affirmation and just feeling that now coming to me in prayer. You know, the human beings in our lives, our parents and whoever else, they're limited. They can only do so much. God wants to provide for all the things that are missing. So in my prayer life, so much was supplied that had been missing. Another thing was a supernatural joy. It's one of the the fruits of the Holy Spirit. There was a joy that I never had before that would just be there all the time, regardless of what I was feeling, thinking, going through. A confidence, a confidence that comes from feeling like I'm being fathered. I'm being loved. I'm being guided and everything is going to be okay. A lot of times people think of the faith as making us less social. Well, now they're, you know, those Christians, they're prudish and they're just, you know, they don't have any fun. It was the opposite. I started going to parties. I started connecting with other people. I was 16 years old. I started dating girls. I started talking to girls. I started just, once again, the confidence started to build and I started to have those conversations and I started to come into myself. I was more social. The twitch was gone. There was an optimism and there was a peace around me. And more and more, I would spread that peace to the people around me. And I wasn't worried and afraid and self-conscious like I had been before. But there was more and more of just a trust that God has me. God has us. God's taking care of everything. And everything's going to be okay. So it was an amazing thing. So once again, the nets were tearing. Conversion and grace living within us destroys certain things. It gives us new things. Jesus has given them, in a sense, a new net. But also, let's just say the Lord doesn't want to take away all the nets. There are certain things about Peter and the apostles that are going to stay the same, except grace enhances them. Peter is still the same guy. He's wearing the same clothes, the same sandals. He's got the same personality. But now that's being applied to ministry. Now that's being transformed. It's being enhanced so that Peter becomes a better leader. He's already a leader among the fishermen. He's already a leader among the people. But now that's growing. The brotherhood between Peter and Andrew is going to increase. The friendship between these two brothers, sons of Jonah, and the brothers James and John, sons of Zebedee, that's going to increase. That's going to improve. They're going to improve with all their relationships with others, so much so that they're able to shepherd hundreds and maybe thousands of people before they die and even accept their own martyrdom. One thing, uh, thought goes through my mind, which is really important thing to talk about here when it comes to conversion and grace enhancing what we've got. It's St. Francis de Sales saying the devout life, meaning a life of grace, a life of conversion, a life close to Jesus it doesn't, you know, once again, the world thinks it's going to destroy everything in our lives that's good. St. Francis de Sales says, no, it doesn't destroy your vocation and your life other than those things that are sinful. But what it doesn't is enhances them. If you find time for prayer and a relationship with Jesus, you find time for Our Lady and for the Rosary, guess what? You're going to be a better parent, a better spouse, a better worker a better son or daughter. 
the devout life, the life of grace, the life of conversion enhances who we are. It makes us better, stronger, smarter. It fills us more with all the things that we need in this life. And, you know, remember what Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. That was a very common quote from Pope John Paul that he liked to talk about all the time. Pope John Paul's theology of the body is about living your best life and seeking salvation. Salvation begins in this world. Salvation begins with the life of grace and a true conversion, a true living of that grace um, just makes us better. You know, It doesn't make us miserable and reclusive, which is sometimes what people think of when they think of faith, but rather it's something that, um, you know, it builds us. It makes us better. It enhances our lives. We live our lives more fully. We benefit so much more. And then on top of that, there is a pointing to heaven as well and a preparation for our eternal salvation. So I hope that is good for everyone today. Sorry, I'm late today. If you could keep my mother in your prayers, I'm late with my podcast because my mother is, uh, she had her gallbladder out today. We didn't know that was happening. So we were <laughs> a little upset. I took her to the hospital yesterday with some pain and, uh, yeah, she had surgery, but she's resting now doing better. We're very grateful for that. And, um, Anyway, let's keep each other in prayer. All right, God bless. Everybody have a good day.